Today is October 10th, and the Yankees do not play and will not play tomorrow and have not played for a while because they swept their series. And as we wait, we're going to answer some voicemails from you fine, fine people. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? How are you doing? Welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you for tuning in, clicking play, and hanging out with us. We are one day away from Jake's birthday. If anyone says early happy birthday to Jake, you will be kicked out of the Talking Yanks community forever. Tell him happy birthday on his birthday once and then never again. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. And Jake, he's wearing his Tanaka Tuesday shirt. He's stretching his neck. How you doing, Jake? Good, Jimmy. Just got a bad neck cramp. It hurts severely. Maybe that's because you're uh, so old that you're going to die soon. I will be dying tomorrow um, or today when you're listening to this, potentially. And, uh, yeah, outside of that, I'm doing okay. Uh, apartment's a mess. Had a comical, just a comical uh, day. In the life of Jake, it felt like it felt like a comedy gag show for a little bit. Is it on you or is it on the world? Oh my God, next cramping even more. The comedy show's picking up. Um, no, I went. I went to go to the DMV to get a new license because I'm aging out of my current license. Um, good system, America. And I went outside to the car. Car battery was dead. That's okay. This car has had that happen before. Luckily, it was the first snow of the year, so I keep a portable battery in that car Mm -hmm. so I can charge it when I need to. When it needs a jump, Mm -hmm. battery is dead. So now I'm trying to jump the car with a dead battery in the snow while I have, like, my passport on me. I've got all my valuables. I had to work up the courage to go to the DMV, come inside... Get an Uber, talk myself into still going to the DMV, go to the DMV, and it's a DMV where they only do car registrations. They don't renew licenses. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. You should have Googled that. Yeah, no, I Googled the DMV because that's where you think you could do all that. So I'm back. So have you not, you haven't gotten a new license? No. Correct. Oh my God! You have to do another DMV trip. So yeah, my uh, this this is how I'm spending the last day of my twenties. Dude, it sounds so young. You're in your twenties. I'm already in my thirties. This is uh, just another day where everyone else gets to look in the mirror and say, "Thank God I'm not Jake." Thank God I'm not Jake. Every day you should say that to, to yourself. Maybe that's the next line of clothing. You know, we have Jake Sucks shirts. 
Yeah. Maybe we just make a whole line of shirts that say, thank God I'm not Jake. Uber driver liked the Jake Sucks hat, so that is a win. What was his name? Uh, We didn't exchange pleasantries, but he knew my name was Jake because he was picking me up. So I had it on backwards, and then I turned it around, and he goes, ha, like that. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. I'm having a good day. Made some apple sauce yesterday, making apple pie today because I went apple picking. Now I got to make a lot of stuff with apples. Nice. Yeah. Big apple enthusiast. Good cobbler. I did uh, talking apples on the Instagram. Rave reviews. Saw that. Rave reviews. And then a lot of people were like, dude, you ate a lot of pesticides. And I was like, oh, okay. You think germs are real? Get over yourself. It's 2019 and you think germs are real? Come on. Read one book. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. We got uh how are you feeling about like baseball in general, I guess? My my thing is it feels like 3 weeks have gone by since the last since game 3. I I know that we're in the weeds with all the other series doing talking baseball. There's been so much baseball going on. And the Yankees don't do anything. And I'm sure the voicemails will get into this. We got like Hicks news, CC news. It feels like we've been on away for a while. Yeah, it's pretty nuts the amount of stuff that is that is going on for a team that just swept a playoff series. And I don't know. I mean, I, I think just full disclosure, I think all of Yankee fans were just like on hold right now until this Houston-Tampa game happens. Yeah. Like, that's just going to change everyone's mentality. Like, it's either the matchup we've been preparing for this whole season, or it's like our little brother found the steroids and is, is ready to come at us. Yeah, yeah. If we don't, I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be a voicemail that asks about that. If not, someone in the chat, you're in charge of making sure we talk about who we want to play. I don't want to do sure. it before if there's a voicemail. So let's just get straight into voicemails. You ready? Let's play the Twins again. How about that? What's up, boys? It is Jordan from Boston. Let's go. Almost 12:30. Just beat the Twins. I got to say the biggest takeaway from this game is the defense. Didi, Geo, Glaver, it, it, it goes on and on. I don't think that happens last year. I think this game last year, they lose. I don't know what changed. Maybe it's DD and Geo on the, on the corners, but I love it. Go, Yanks. Let's fucking go. The defense is just so much better. I mean, with DJ and Urshela, you took away Voight and Andujar. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you yeah. took away two poor, like not even average. We took away two below average and replace them with two spectacular defensive players. Yeah, and I mean, Glaber, he has had his low puppy dog moments, but I mean, he's made strides as a second baseman. And I don't know, for half a season, we forgot what Didi looks like at short when he's right. And it's like, it's a step below gold glove. I I think it is, it's a little unfair. You can't put him with like Andrelton Simmons. Like that dude is unworldly. Um, but Didi's like a tier below that. And when it's all coming together, I mean, the Twins got tortured by us because of our infield defense. Yeah, suck it, Twins. Oh, we're torturing Twins. It's so loud in the stadium and they're so mean. Hey, you know, in Boston, at least those guys are just racist. You guys are mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel bad for him. He shouldn't have said those things. Yeah. He's trying to get a job in the Boston bullpen. It's kind of one of those interviews where I bet he he's like, why the fuck did I say that? Because I think his Instagram blew up. He had to go put on private. Tyler Duffy we're talking about. And if you haven't heard, he said that Boston fans are nice and New York, they're just mean. And it's like, so you were intimidated by the stadium. Noted. Yeah. That we got into your head and you gave up a grand slam to DD and you had two really bad outings. Cool, man. Thanks for admitting that our home field advantage works. And it, like they people thought Yankees fans weren't going to take pride in that. Uh, yeah, that's that's what our the job of the fans is to do to make the opposing the fact, the fact you're even mentioning them. Yeah, I mean. I'm sure there's a handful of people that said things that shouldn't be said. Absolutely. At every baseball game ever. Uh, no matter where you are. Yeah. There's always drunk assholes or just assholes in general. But I mean, the Utah Jazz have like the most out of control fans in sports in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> Their crazy fans are everywhere. Yeah. So I just wish. I, I bet he wishes he just didn't even say anything. No, I mean, he was playing the long game. He's trying to get a job in that Boston bullpen. There's a lot of them. And, like, Boston fans, I saw them sharing that article and be like, yeah, Yankee fans are scum. Like, he just called your fan base a bunch of quiet losers. Not verbatim, but. Yeah, it's what it said in the byline. Okay, I missed a- the byline. Yeah, there then. was an asterisk, and then you found the asterisk, and it said quiet losers. I missed that. I got to go check out that asterisk. Yeah. A lot of people missed it. I I saw. I think it might have only been on my copy. Obsolisk? Obsolete. Next voicemail. What's up, guys? Emily calling from Baltimore. Don't have a question this morning. I just wanted to call in with my three hours of sleep winning the ALDS voice. Say, go Yankees. I'm sleeping four days straight to get ready for Saturday. I can't fucking wait. Have a good one. Thanks, Emily. That was a good Should be waking up soon. Should be waking up soon. Yeah, we'll wake up just in time for this voicemail app to listen to. Yeah. You've been catching up on sleep? Um, not really. Not really, because all the other baseball. I had my first I've been doing I'm better. good for I I'm good for twice a month that like sometime between twelve and two PM, like my body's going to sleep on me. I just had that. Like, 20 minutes ago. Um, That's why you wanted smelling salts? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, literally, like, it felt like there was a shot clock going down, and I, like, walked over to the bed, boots on, laid on the bed, um, noodle laid on my chest, and we, uh, it was kind of like a Romeo and Juliet death scene. Yeah, a bunch of 13-year-olds falling in love for a week and then killing themselves over it. That's what it was Next like. Voicemail. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Cameron from Midtown. Uh, just a voicemail about Aaron Hicks. Um, you know, we just cruised through Minnesota with our wonderful lineup. Gardner was in there. Do you take him out now that Hicks is healthy? I don't know. I have trouble doing that only because of how good Gardner has been for us working counts and being that guy in the top of the lineup that just, you know, works at bats, works counts, tires the pitcher out. I know Hicks does that too, but 
how healthy is he? Do we know that he can perform like the rest of the three outfielders are? And who do you take out? Do you take Wade or Maven? I know Maven's getting more play, but you might take out him because Wade can play infield and outfield. All right, guys, let me know. Thanks. Peace. All right, thanks, Cameron. I, I don't know if your if Cameron's opinion has changed on this, and it uh, looks like we have one more about Hicks I'll play, and then we could round out our entire thoughts on the situation. What's up, Talking Yanks? It's Michael from Petaluma, California, longtime New York Yankees fan. I want to ask you guys about the Aaron Hicks news that he may be back to play in the American League Championship Series. If he does get on the roster and put in the starting lineup, do you guys see the situation of putting Hicks in center, Gardner in left, moving Edwin out of the DH spot to first base, LeMahieu to third, and then Urshela is out of the lineup, and then maybe use him as a defensive replacement late in the game. Let me know what you think. Go Yanks. All right. So, yes, the first question Cameron had was like, is it Hicks over Gardy? <clears throat> that didn't even cross my mind. Gardy's got a spot in the lineup. The way I see this playing out is Hicks makes the lineup, and it, it's looking very much like the, the roster. It's looking very much like Hicks is going to be on the roster. From all the way they're talking about it, if you read between the lines, the updates today, him playing catch with Boone, all the quotes, Cashman saying it's no different than Stanton, Edwin, or Gary, seems like he's going to be on the roster. Let's, let's for, for the betterment of this voicemail episode, let's assume he will be on the roster. I think it's, I think it's there. I think we're like yeah. 90% he's on the roster. Sure. Um, unless there's a setback. I see it a couple ways planning out. One, he's a defensive replacement for a couple games, and he takes over when Stan comes out and gets those last one or two at-bats, and you just see what he looks like. That would mean Hicks goes to center, Guardy goes to left when Stan comes out of the game. That's a very... Essentially, st- take, essentially taking over Cameron Maben's current role. And Maben becomes Tyler Wade's role, and Tyler Wade's yep. off the 25-man. Your response to that may be, well, then we don't have any backup infielders. Well, you do because Voight can play first, and then that moves DJ to whatever position, third or second, or Shella to third, Glaber to short. Like, you can move the other guys around. Um, so there's still safety there in the infield. Or you start Hicks in left. Center. Start Hicks in center, Gardner's in left, stands the DH, Edwin plays first, Geo's out at third. Those are the two ways I see it shaking out. I don't think it's just a straight Gardner for Hicks thing. Yeah, uh, it it basically becomes it becomes this weird exercise in like <laughs> I don't know. It feels like one of those when you read the book and you you're making decisions or one of those charts where it's like, uh, did you have coffee today? Yes or no. And then you go down the no chart or you go down the yes side. Like, can you take Brett Gardner out of this lineup? No, <laughs> you cannot. He's currently hitting third, uh, splitting up arguably, you know, the most important part of our lineup. And he's been playing great D and he's the pulse of the team. And I, I think even, I think even Brett Gardner haters, 
have to be saying he still has to be in this lineup. So Brett can't be out. So the alternative options are exactly what you said, and I think they're going to do that first option. Um, it just makes sense. They, We saw in September they were testing out different playoff stuff with Cameron Mabin essentially being the pinch runner if you need it. He's a veteran. Does he have Wade's pure speed? No, but you trust him in that role. Um, and then from there, it's, yeah, I mean, Hicks, Hicks is around. You do him in the Cameron Maven role. You improve the outfield defense. For me, and it's the first voicemail we, we started with, that infield defense was so impactful in Minnesota, I'm not messing with that right now. Um, I agree with that. I'd do I, the first one. I, I don't love Edwin for as much as I love Edwin, and he looked, he looked solid at first. I'll say that. But he's not DJ LeMayhew at first. And if you move DJ LeMahieu to third, DJ LeMahieu is very good. I mean, I'm splitting hairs here, but he's not Gio Urshela at third. Um, I mean, it's maybe the difference between an A and an A minus. It's splitting hairs. And anyone that has the analytics and they're like, the analytics say that DJ's ranked better at third. We know that. Uh, defensive analytics are fugazi as fuck. Get him out of my face. Yeah. There's, they're just saying we, we know that, yeah. There's interesting stuff in defensive analytics with range factor and, and et cetera and all of it. Um, you, you still have to use your eyeballs. What Gio Urshela can do at third base is special. Um, and DJ's a good third baseman. So with that, we're improving our outfield defense if you started Hicks, sure, because you slide Guardy over to left. Um, but you've now taken down two infield positions for me. After sweeping Minnesota, and by the way, Gio Urshela can hit. <laughs> um, he had the nice double in the last game. He had a really nice season. I just, it's good to have Hicks around, and if we need him, I mean, he can he could switch hit. We know that. He can be really good defensively. Um, use him as an asset, but I think something has to happen, uh, whether it's a two-game slump by someone or an injury or whatever for him to be in the starting lineup. I have a question for you. Sure. If he's doing that defensive replacement role that Cameron Maben's been doing, if Hicks is, that's what yes. he, star- he starts out as. Right. Say he looks amazing in this couple at-bats, he's locked in, then, you're, then down the road you're like, well, we have a switch-hitting guy with a great eye and a defensive like really good defensive outfielder with a good arm, you may put him in there, and we'll get to that when we get to that. I think step one is defensive replacement for Maven. If that's the plan, Jake, couldn't I easily make the argument that Wade serves more purpose on the bench than Voight? Multiple infield positions, multiple outfield positions, speed on the base paths. Wade can hit maybe if he's healthy and not slumping anymore. Or Voight can hit maybe if he's not slumping anymore. I don't think you can look at Tyler Wade as a playoff hitter, and I think that's unfortunately fair. I think that, take, but take out Wade's hitting completely. Right, right. It, Tyler Wade is speed and defense. And, is, and it's it's special speed and special defense. Um, Luke Voigt 
is if he is anything off the bench, it's a right-handed power threat. I know that's that doesn't sound like breaking news. I think the interesting thing here, Jim, is that, okay, so if Luke Voigt was going to pinch hit for someone, it's going to be a lefty. It's going to be Gardy or Didi, right? Yeah. If Houston wins, they ain't got no lefties. Even out of that bullpen. So if if Houston wins tonight, you could see Luke Voigt not having a role. If Tampa wins and they've got a lot of lefties, righties, and whatever you want coming at you, maybe Luke Voigt has more impact in that series. That feels like one of the decisions that's weighing on the Yankees right now. Yeah, I wonder if that comes down to it. And I think, like, you know, it's easy to just say Wade's off because Voigt is a really good, really good baseball hitter. But Voigt didn't play a slick of the last series. And if we're just talking about straight coming off the bench, you can make the argument that Wade's defense and multiple defensive replacement ability is, if not more, very much equal to Voigt's off the bench specialty of a power righty bat i think that's like i don't think it's hot takey to say that that's kind of up in the air jimmy for houston verlander cole grinky all righties out of the pen osuna davinsky rondone harris presley all righties i i just don't if houston advances i don't think there is a role for luke voigt do they have any lefties out of the pen? Um, Wade Miley, your guy, who's terrible. Um, is Framber Valdez on the roster? That, nope. He's not hot, on the he's not hot, on the DS roster. Hot boy handsome face. Um either way, if what whatever lefty fuck? whatever lefty they would have on the roster, if they even have one, you wouldn't take Guardy or Didi out against them. <laughs> They have one lefty pitcher on their playoff roster right now, Wade Miley. Disco Wade? Yeah. He's a trash can. Jake. His Halloween costume, dude. His kids love Sesame Street. It's Oscar the Grouch. Wow. That's that's nice of him. That's inside info. Yeah. Unless he's their stepdad and the kids are just really mean. They like call him trash stepdad. Ooh, that's so mean. That's really mean. Wade Miley's maybe made up kids. Don't know if he has kids. Hey, Colin for talking Yanks. This is Sam from Table, North Carolina. How good does it feel to have Gio on the hot corner? <laughs> well, that, that's that's timely for our discussion. You and I both don't want to take him away. His ability to pick it and turn the double play from third has won me over for life. He had a couple balls hard last couple games. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mess with the infield defense at all. I'm with you lockstep there. Um, yeah, it, it's been funny. Uh, we, we have a chat, you, me, Joe's McFly, and <laughs> Joe's has been going that Zach Galifianakis crunching the numbers gif on this whole situation for about 48 hours now. And he kind of landed. He's like, dude, I think you got to take out Gio, blah, blah, blah. It just bouncing off different ideas just to see if he was thinking the right way. And I – I don't know, man. A- after what we saw in Minnesota, what we've seen this whole playoffs, um, I- I'm not taking Gio Urshela out. Um, 
I, I think he's just special at third. Yes, DJ LeMahieu's good, but when Urshel is right, which he is, it's um, it's a weapon. It's a defensive weapon. I, uh, Urshela earned himself an extra $1.2 million this season. Not bad. I was just reading up on it. So because he got called up so quick and stayed with the team for the full season, basically, and performed so well, it's like uh, if you're in the top 22% of Major League Baseball, you get to arbitration and you have two years of service time. You get to arbitration one year sooner than you would have. And because he's getting to arbitration on this year, uh, this successful year, arbitration says he should be making $2.2 million next season. Whereas if he got to arbitration without uh, normally and not, on, and not on this amazing year where he's in the top 22%, he'd just get a million dollars. So he's earned himself $1.2 million. Pretty cool. It's not bad, and he's he's earned every penny. Um, 132 games played by Gio Urshela. It's crazy. 20, 21 homers, a 314 batting average, and 889 OPS. Don't do it. It shocks me every time. I I still haven't gotten used to looking at Gio's final numbers. His OPS is higher than Glaber's. His OPS is higher than Gary's. It's higher than Voight's. Um, the, the only... Only Judge and LeMahieu have higher OPSs than Gio Urshela. By the way, he's a defensive wizard. Damn. Well, the advanced stats don't actually say that. Well, <laughs> use your eyes. <laughs> All right, we got a, a three-voicemail combo coming up. What's up, fellas? It's Amato in California. Very stoked on the suite for the Twins. Very, uh... Happy to see that we have a fully operational Death Star in full effect. Um, I'm going to be watching the Strohs and Rays and watching that sudden death game, and I'm wondering um, who do you guys – who would you rather see us play right now? Obviously the answer, you know, right off the bat is the Rays, but I'm thinking, you know, the Rays right now are kind of a hot team. You know, if they win this next game, three big wins, they got Charlie Morton, who I freaking hate. You know, well, that doesn't matter. We're going to sweep the shit out of the Twins. Or the Rays, rather, or the Astros. I don't think it matters. If we get the Strohs, they got weak-ass Granky going game one. They got human Verlander going in games two, returning to the Bronx. We'll have, uh, you know, Garrett Cole then. We'll take his ass out three and four. I'm calling it right now. Regardless of who we play, the Yankees are sweeping. We're sweeping the ALCS. We're sweeping the World Series. 11-0 and this year, first team ever to do it. That's what I'm calling. But I'd rather, I want to see what you guys think. Who would you rather see us beat next round? I like the narrative of the Yankees beating the three 100-win teams, you know, going through the Twins and the Strohs and the Dodgers. Um, however, I think my uh, sweep, uh, you know, prediction is going to be a lot more prophetic if we're facing the Rays. So um, who would you guys rather see? I'm thinking, I guess, I guess I'm going for the Rays, but it don't matter because we're sweeping them both, baby. Go Yankees! Oh, hell yeah. Hey, fellas, it's Boo Buck. Um, you know, I don't want to take all the credit here, but I feel like, you know, I'm kind of a superstitious guy, uh, especially when it comes to the Yanks. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to, you know, take all the credit here, but I feel like maybe a little part of, you know, my, uh, those kind of hype-up videos on Twitter uh, pregame there, 
I kind of feel like they had something to do with with the sweep, uh, the win on all three games. I feel like that was uh, maybe had a little part to do with that. Uh, and uh, one of my questions uh, for you is, who would you rather see being the Tampa one last night? Who would you rather see in ALCS? Would it be Houston or Tampa? Um, I mean, yeah, we got a better record with Tampa, but that means we'd have to go back to the fucking trout. And everybody knows it's a fucking circus there. Can't fucking stand that place. So let me know, guys. Love the show. Love everything you're doing. Peace. Hey guys, we really need, we really need Tampa Bay to win. I feel like that, that's an automatic win for the Wilsons. I don't, do you guys think that our chances of beating Tampa, uh, of beating Houston has gone up skyrocketed because they've been in this series for Tampa Bay for five games? Let's hopefully this game five versus Tampa Bay, they can really push it and, you know, Houston comes out of there, like, barely alive or not at all. So, uh, go Rays for the moment, and uh, go Yanks. Alright, so three calls, Cameron, Bubak, Amato. Amato was fired up. Who would we rather face, Jake? Who do Yankee fans want to play, the Rays or the Astros? We're recording this about two hours away from Game 5, so... When a lot of people are listening to this, it's probably been solidified. Uh, I'd rather play the Rays. I would rather play the Rays. And a lot of the reasons why don't have to do with the people on the field. So if the Astros win, then we go to Houston for games one and two. We fly back to the Bronx for games three, four, and five. And we go back to Houston if we need a six and seven. If the Rays win, we play games one and two at Yankee Stadium. Three, four, and five at the Trop, and then six and seven, which we won't need, in the Bronx. And that's like a four-hour flight, maybe? Three-hour flight in the same time zone? Um, In an environment that sucks because it's the Trop, but not going to be, like, hospitable? Um. So, like, kind of off the field, off the game, outside of the line stuff, I'd rather that. Also, the Yankees have beat the Rays, 12-7. and seven. Uh, We kind of know what they're all about. And they don't have Verlander, they don't have Cole. Yeah, and I, I agree for pretty much the same reasons. I, I will say this. There's an argument for Tampa. Um, I mean, Houston's what this all has been lining up for. Um, you know, the starting pitching, obviously Verlander, Cole, Grinky. Um, I, I mean, it just is what it is. And that lineup is so talented because, okay, so let's, let's do this. I mean, Tampa is a good team. We have to give them love. Um, the difference is the lineup. Um, cause Tampa's got pitchers, man. Glasnow, Morton, Snell. I mean, uh, those guys I'm can only throw. worried about Morton. Um, well, Jim, uh, let me get let me get there. Let me get there. Um, because Houston is going to ride or die with those guys. They don't have alternate options. Yeah. If Snell or Glasnow is having a mad day, they just go to their bullpen. 
Yeah. I have something so obnoxious. Houston doesn't have that. Yeah, I have something very obnoxious to say. Let it rip, kid. It is not relievers versus the Yankees. It's relievers versus Yankee Stadium. Oh. They have to warm up out there. They have to run in. And then they have to hear face all of that. Starters, they're in the warming up when no one's really there. They're getting ready in their seats. And they're in the game. And then they're in game mode. Like Tyler Duffy said, it's brutal at Yankee Stadium. If you're trying to bullpen day and and trust that seven pitchers, six pitchers are all going to be able to face the music and not be overcome by the environment of Yankee Stadium, have at it. I, I, I hope you do because I one of them's going to falter. Not every person in that pen is going to be able to handle the pressure. So these are at Yankee Stadium games and handle it. Couldn't and come they out. say that back at us, though? What's their environment? Who the uh, fuck you is- saw it d- during the wild card. The trap was rocking. Yeah, or that's different. The DS. That's I mean, it's a completely different. It's completely different. Then you're right. What you did say was annoying. Yeah, it's obnoxious Yankee fan stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't believe in that. Um, the Rays guys are talented. Um, they they've got a lot of special arms. They've kind of been underestimated all year. Pagan um, sucks versus us. Yeah, Pagan. Um, We've seen Glass now uh, come be overcome by it all. And and, and they've been solid. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I I just think it's too easy. I mean, Houston, Houston talking to Astros probably said the same thing. They swept them under the rug. They won the first two games. These guys are duds. Now look where they are. They're they're a bad Garrett Cole inning away from losing the series. Um, I don't think it's going to be easy either way. No, but I uh, but I think Rays this is the big difference. And, and this this is why the final answer is Houston. Obviously, home field advantage, travel, like you said. Jim, I did this on Talking Baseball. I don't think I did this on Talking Yanks, but it's kind of a fun exercise. Austin Meadows is the best player on the Rays. He's a good young ball player. He's, you know, figuring it out. The way I phrase this, and I'll do it the same way, is, is there an argument? And I'm going to go through guys on the Astros and say, is there an argument that they're as good as the Rays' best player? Jose Altuve. No. You don't think he's as good as Austin Meadows in the playoffs? Oh, I thought you were saying, is there a, I thought you were saying, is there a Rays player that we can argue is as good as Altuve? So, okay. Well, I thought, thought we already did this game. Is, is there you tell me if this Astros player could be argued as good or better than Austin Meadows? Altuve is better than Austin Meadows. I'm very confused by the phrasing. Yes, you're all over it. Okay. So if if you don't think they're they're close to as good as Austin Meadows, you'd say no. No, I'm so confused by the way. Oh, man, everyone at home's got I'll play why, with the people at home. Why don't you just You're say, is he better than Austin Meadows? Why are you saying the as good as? Uh, because you could get into technicalities and stuff, and someone could be like, well, well Carlos Correa actually wasn't as good as him this year. That's why you do that. But 
Jose Altuve, yes, you can make the argument. Correa, yes, you can make the argument. Bregman, yes, you can make the argument. Brantley, you can make the argument. Jordan Alvarez, yes, you can make the argument. George Springer, that's six guys. I'll leave out Yuli Gurriel for the exercise, even though he had a killer second half. But you could argue there's six guys in the Astros lineup that would be the best player on the Rays. Yeah, I wouldn't even say you'd have to argue. I think those guys are better. Right. That's where you were getting lost. But yeah, um, yeah no, I mean, you you want the home field advantage. You don't want to see Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole, and that's kind of it. But the Rays, the Rays, it's just a totally different series. Houston Yankees feels like Goliath versus Goliath. Rays, Rays Yankees would feel like David versus Goliath, and they would do these small things that would irk us off, and they would have one day where they have seven pitchers go who all look great, and it would suck. Doubt it. You think uh, Rays are the only team that uh, ratings-wise for MLB kind of sucks? Someone was asking me that question. It was like Cardinals, they're pretty decent-sized market for for ratings. Good baseball town. Yeah, Braves, good baseball town. Uh, Dodgers, Out. Nationals. I know, but Out. they were all left. Gotcha. And it was Twins, Rays were really the smaller poles. And now the Rays yeah. are the only ones left. Someone asked me, what do you think MLB is rooting for? I was like, I think they're rooting for Astros. I don't think they care about the National League Series, is what I said at the time. Uh, they would have liked the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, but... yeah, Dodgers, but other than that. They gone. Hey, guys. Simon from Greenville, South Carolina. Just wanted to get your thoughts on something. If, for some reason, somehow the Rays win against the Astros and go to the ALCS, I was thinking the Tampa Bay like, the trap is kind of like home field for the Yankees, too, isn't it? Um, Just wanted your thoughts on that, because that's a wrinkle I didn't think about until I just saw this game end on Game 4, and I just saw all these race fans show up out of nowhere. But I feel like a lot of Yankees fans would show up, too. Just had have that thought when you really think about it. But, you think it would be mostly Yankee fans, 50-50, 60-40, if it's Yankees race? 70-30, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. It'd be a lot. The Yankee fans would be loud, given every chance they got to get loud. Yeah, like if the Yankees went up 8-2 to two in a game, you'd hear a pretty strong, let's go Yankees. But I think the rest of the time, like, the, the Rays are trying to show out. I feel like the hipster Rays are cool finally got to Tampa. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, maybe let's support these guys. Yeah. Hey guys, it's the Todd Father. Just a couple thoughts. Uh, the Yankees seem to be a team of destiny this year. I don't know. I felt it since early on in the season, but everything's lining up for them to get back to the World Series. I mean, the fact that the Rays forced Game Five of their ALDS against the Astros, and the Astros having to use Cole in Game Five after using Verlander on short rest in Game Four, leaving the Astros should they win neither for Game One of the ALCS. That's amazing. Also, uh, maybe by the time this airs, we'll already know more, but the news that Aaron Hicks is ready to return makes me nervous. They just can't put him on the ALCS roster, can they? I don't think LCS games are good ones to rehab in necessarily, but we'll see how that goes. CC Sabathia, I hope he gets put on the LCS roster. I'd love to see him face a lefty batter late in the game, uh, someone you can count on out of the bullpen, and uh, I guess he could replace Tyler Lyons. 
And finally, Jake, I saw someone walking a golden doodle in my neighborhood this week. The dog looked fresh from the groomer. His body was shaved down, and his tail was super fluffy. Maybe it's a doodle dog thing. Maybe they'll call it the noodle. I don't know. Anyway, let's go Yanks. Man, so noodles actually got the cool cut. Whatever happened to my dog, do not label it the noodle. Um, we're, st- we're still in grieving over here. Um, Jim, before we do dive into this, because we, we haven't talked about the big man a lot, we talked a little bit about this. Uh, Brian Hoke, who we respect a lot and we love, like physically. Hoke like Coke. Uh, he said his guess is that it would be Hicks on and Mabin off, which we didn't really discuss as a possibility, but there is a good chance of. Yeah, I would suck for Mabin. I that would be mean. Yeah, for where he's at emotionally, Andy hit a homer, and he's been doing everything we've asked, but, like, there is a chance, so I just want to throw it out there for that. Yeah. Uh, I think there's one more that's bullpen-related, and we'll do CC. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mitch from West Hartford calling for Talking Yanks. Uh, I was listening to an episode recently. You guys said that it's going to be either CC or Tyler Lyons to get that last pitching spot in the bullpen. And he went on to say how it doesn't really matter. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, they're not going to see a game, all that stuff. But, I mean, if the game goes to extra innings, which is very likely, because, like, we're in the playoffs against another really good team, so these games might be close in extra innings, we're going to have to throw that pitcher. And I'm telling you, I'd rather put a lefty named C.C. Sabathia on the mound and watch him either lose the game or maybe win the game than I would Tyler Lyons. I mean, no one's heard of Tyler Lyons before. It's going to feel a lot better saying a close game ended or a season ended on C.C.'s back and not fucking Tyler Lyons. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Love the show. Peace. So you want CC in this bullpen? Seems like he's there. If you read all the tea leaves of all the quotes, it seems like CC's in the, on this roster. Um, Jack Curry had something interesting. He had like they're going to go thirteen pitchers, and he had Hicks might replace Mabin, and CC replaces Wade. Yeah, Wade or Voit. Yeah, and they go thirteen it's, uh, pitchers. Crazy how many how many little decisions they are and how much impact they could have or won't have. Um, uh, for me, it's tough. Um, I like the weapons off the bench. In a seven-game set, you are going to need more pitching, but again, like you can, with starters not being looked at as like, hey, that's a starting pitching, like you could get in game one or two, you could get an inning out of Hap. You know, um, if if you needed it in some different way, shape, or form, I obviously want CC on the roster. It's it's a little bit of blind faith. It's a little bit of me wanting him to be the fourth inning Kolarek for Jordan Alvarez if we need it. Yeah, well, that would be fun. That would C- be so much fun. That would be a lot if CC was the personal hired gun just to get Jordan Alvarez out. Just slide, just straight sliders to Jordan Alvarez in the fourth inning of every game, um, and it'll be something hilarious to look back at in fifteen years when Jordan Alvarez has had a crazy career, and they'll be like, "Wait, twenty-two-year-old <laughs> Jordan Alvarez saw CC Sabathia five times in the in the 2000, 2019 playoffs." Yeah, I uh, I can't stop laughing because I'm reading this article about DJ Lemayhu. Someone just tweeted it out. Jake, can I read these to you? It's like a que- it's like a question answer article with DJ LeMahieu in written form. This is fantastic. Opens up. 
What's the last thing you read that wasn't a scouting report? Last thing I read? Like on my phone? Yes. <laughs> Anything. A good article, a book, a fortune cookie. Probably something on my phone. I don't know. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> if you could make a cameo in any TV show, which one would you pick? Oh, favorite TV show? <laughs> says laughs. The reporter goes, this is supposed to be fun. Rapid fire. <laughs> I mean, I like The Office. Okay. Do you have a favorite character on The Office? Michael Scott. I love Jim, too. Reporter moves on. <laughs> Okay, what was your first job? I mowed lawns for my neighborhood. That's all. What would you be doing if you weren't playing baseball? <laughs> I don't know. I would have taken school more seriously, and I probably would have tried to further my education and hopefully found something I really enjoy. When you say not play baseball, what do you mean? <laughs> What's that entail? All right, there's a couple more. It's really funny. We've got an old copy of the Rockies magazine that says Katy Perry is your guilty pleasure music choice. I don't know if you remember that, but do you have a favorite Katy Perry song? DJ says, you know what? That was probably like 2013. I've moved on from her. <laughs> they go, has she been replaced by anyone else? I like T-Swift. Do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? I don't. I don't know. I don't like her new stuff as much. <laughs> This is a like this. It's awesome. I love it. But for this interviewer, oh my god, they're probably sweating. Kind of sounds like our buddy Sam. Yeah, they're probably sweating. Yes. What was your favorite non-baseball athlete? <laughs> Who was your favorite non-baseball athlete growing up? Probably Michael Jordan. Easy. Is nice. there any? Layups. Is there any particular reason you wear number twenty-six? Oh no. Honestly, there's not too many numbers available. Between my options. I wore 17 growing up, and I wore 9 in Colorado. So that's 26. Oh, that's actually a better answer than I expected. Uh, yeah. Favorite part of Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, just signed with the Yankees. 224 mil. What number you want? Okay. Well, was, uh, was 17, and then I was 9. Add them up, that's 26. Is that there? Yep, perfect. <laughs> Got it. That's more That's more thought than I thought went into it. Yes. Favorite part of Yankee Stadium now that you've seen almost a full season? Roll call's pretty cool. And dancer. What's something you're really bad at? Anything left-handed. a great answer that's gonna be hey actually um anyone that is young and has to go on job interviews if they try to pull that nonsense like what's some of like your weaknesses it's yeah. my dad who's very successful always says it that's when you make a joke because and that's a trap question so you just got to make a joke and that's a great answer um anything with my left hand comes out pretty bad that is a good answer. That's a really good answer to that question. What, 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 what about hidden skills or talents? I like to play hockey. Oh. All right. Well, DJ, thanks for your time. Sorry. I'm like the worst person for these. 
Oh, it's fantastic. Good stuff. All right, we'll go to the next voicemail. I couldn't stop giggling. So, Cece? <laughs> He's on the roster. He's Jordan Alvarez's fuck buddy. Let's go. Okay. I did like what that caller said, though. If there's an extra innings game, Cece over Tyler Lyons every day of the week. Yeah, it's true. Hey, it's Jeff Muller calling uh, from Jacksonville, Florida, New Jersey transplant. Uh, I got a question about your uh, thoughts on Booney's bullpen management. Um, do you think if he was this aggressive and it hasn't worked out or, or didn't work out, would you still be a fan of how he's managing? Love the show. Thanks. Bye. I mean, that's kind of how it works. Uh, if you if they don't work, you're upset by it. If they work, you're good. Some people were still upset by his moves, even though they worked. Um, I don't know. That's kind of a tough question. I liked all the moves. I, I try to tweet or when I'm on Periscope during games, I try to answer that before the result happens. So I don't second guess and I have my, did I like that in the moment? And so far before it's worked or hasn't worked, I've been on par on, I've been with Boone in all his decisions. Three and oh in the playoffs. I, uh, I don't know. It will be interesting. They just showed, uh, I had ESPN on the background. They showed Girardi managing. I totally forgot about that. Uh, what was it? The Indian series where he didn't replay. What was it? The hit by pitch or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, game three. It just circles back. You and I have had this conversation, but like, and if you want this to be shots fired at the Twins, sure. But like, we haven't had like playoffs yet. <laughs> we we haven't had the tough tough righty come in out of the bullpen to come get somebody out. We haven't had – there hasn't been too many decisions to be made. It was just beat the Twins, and we did. Yeah. Yeah. It was easy. A couple more. What's up, John Boy and Jake? It's Michael calling from Petaluma, California. Um, I guess I kind of want to talk about Adam Adovino. You know, he had a clean inning, I believe, in game two, but he struggled with – facing just the one batter in games one and three, walked them both. Um, and I think in that inning in game two, I think he may have had a runner on or a runner or two on. Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. But do you think that's just Adam Adovino trying to be too careful uh, with Cruz there? Or is it him not pitching his best at this moment in time? Or both? Let me know what you think. Go Yanks. Yeah, I think he's I, – I don't know – I mean, I don't know. All I know is that he in game one, he got called in to get Nelson Cruz out. And I don't think it was just Nelson Cruz. I think if he looked good and got Cruz out, he gets more batters. And he didn't get Nelson Cruz out. He walked him. And then in game three, same exact thing. They bring him in to get Cruz and the rest, I would, I think. I don't think it's just a one batter situation if he does his job. But he walked him again. So you're out. Uh I think I don't know if he's being too careful, doesn't have his stuff or control. I don't know what it is, but uh, hopefully that's gone. Yeah, you you and I are on slightly different pages on this. I just feel like Adovino hasn't been empowered in a while. Um, you know, he went from super weapon the dude to now he's I don't know if he struggles with one batter, he's out of the game. And I just think there's that's a big kind of mental pivot from where he was earlier in the season. Um, I don't know. I. 
I'm hoping he gets off to a good start whenever he comes out in this. Well, if it's the Astros, I mean, they've got a ton of tough righties. Uh, so Adovino becomes that much more important. So if it is the Astros, I mean, I hope Adovino's there early because if he has a bad appearance, like he could he could be like a one-at-bat guy, and I really don't like that for him. Yeah, he's just got to come attack. I mean, in game two, he got a full inning. It was a bit of a rout, but he still got a full yeah, inning. Yeah, but, I mean, that was the blowout game. Like, I mean, t- Tyler Lyons and <laughs> Luizaga pitched in that game. Yeah, but I think it was, you know, uh, go go get things right game, and he did. Yeah. He just can't walk the first batter. That's his leash. Right, but, I mean, even even that as a reliever is a mind fuck. Like whether whether it's fair or not, um, that's a that's a tough environment to succeed. Yeah, I think he put himself into this hole. He's got to get himself out of it. Yeah. Hey now, name's Aaron from Richmond, Virginia. I just want to give y'all guys a topic. Um, with the Astros going five games thanks to Tampa Bay, it looks like Grinky might be the game one pitcher, and that might be a win for the Yankees while in Houston. One of you guys' thoughts on maybe getting that win on the road and then coming back to Yankee Stadium. Love you guys. Have a good one. What? Granky pitching game one's a win for the Yankees. Is that is that all? I agree with that. It's better than Verlander Cole going one two. Still got to win the game, yeah. so nothing's written down. But Granky's less of a threat than Verlander and Cole, so yeah. But it would be Granky in Houston. Yeah. Yo, boys, it's Pete Bishop from Jersey. Um, just got a quick question. First of all, pumped up the Rage sent to the fifth game. It's fucking sweet. Um, do you think that games three, four, five in the CS that we will go away from the only use a guy two days in a row. I know it seems like a stupid question, like, yeah, of course you do, but I don't think I've heard anyone ask Boone, and I don't know. I mean, that's the formula we've used all year, but let me know what you think. I think it's a surefire, yeah, of course, but anyway, all right, go Yanks. Yeah, fair question. The Yankees didn't use a reliever three days in a row all season. They were one of, I think they were the only team to not use a single reliever three days in a row by design, obviously, wasn't accidental. Now there's, you know, the way the series are, it's two games off day, then three, then two. So in those three games, three, four, and five, if they need to, will they use relievers three games in a row? Uh, just like Pat said, I think the answer is absolutely. You can't go into game. I mean, it would be it would be game um, five, right? You can't go into game five of the championship series and say, all right, Otto and Chapman are unavailable today. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's kind of just straight up not allowed. Yeah. We yeah, we, we ended up we lost game four using those guys, but they pitched back to back, so we're just it's uh it's Lions and Luizaga today. The L crew. Yeah. No, I think the reason you do that all year is so you have them a little more rested than you want at the end of the season. I I did I wanted to see it once in the regular season just because I mean if if it is game 5 and it's their third day and they look bad, I mean that's going to come back at Boone and Cashman. 
I don't know. I don't think that's something you need to like practice. I mean, it it's it's it goes with everything in the sport. It's routine. It's having done it before. I mean, creatures of habit, et cetera, et cetera. If they haven't done something all year, you need to do it in the playoffs. And if it doesn't go right, yeah, that's going to come back at them. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, they're definitely going to do it if they need to. Hopefully, one of them's a Just blowout. Just blow them out. Just blow them out. Yeah. Yeah. We got two more. Let's try and squeeze them in. Hey, Jimmy and Jake. It's Chris from San Antonio. Also, it was Team Geo, also known as the dummy that was asking about whether or not we should bench Didi. Anyway, after eating lots and lots of crow, I have given some thought to the rotation for um, the ALCS and wanted your thoughts. If the Astros go four or go five and have to use both Verlander and Cole, would it make sense to like bullpen game one with like a Chad Hat combination or even pitch Sevy on short rest to try to steal that game and then have our you know, Tanaka for game three against Verlander or something like that back home. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. I think you got to separate, um, you got to separate the pitchers. Like, like I don't look at it as like Tanaka versus Verlander. It's, it's our pitchers versus their hitters, their pitcher versus our hitters. So in a way, like I'm not trying to save Tanaka the matchup with Verlander. I'm trying to use Tanaka as often as I can. I want Tanaka game one. So he gets in this as much as possible. Um, so no, I, I don't think they should do that. I don't think I don't think you you play and just because it's Granky, just because he's the worst of the three, you're we're comparing him to Giants. He's no louse. Yeah. Uh, you know, still a solid pitcher. And if you use an opener or you do something like that that you haven't done yet in the playoffs, game one. When Paxton and Sevy and and or Tanaka and Paxton are available, you open yourself up to be an idiot. Where like if it can't doesn't work it. out, yeah, you just I go Tanaka Paxton. Can't overthink it. You can't take anything for granted. It's not like hey, oh we got Grinky, let's start Tanaka, free win. <laughs> like no, <laughs> um, I, I I mean just look at these playoffs. Anything can happen in any game. Um, there's no stealing wins in the postseason. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Last voicemail. Yo, Jim and Jake, Ben, Brooklyn. I gotta just say, I think you're right. I think Maven's gonna make the last catch to end the World Series. All of these guys, all the karma is good. Feel bad for Sockman. Feel bad for Voight, but. Pretty great seeing Rochelle run out there every day. Maven getting to finish these games out. Talk to you soon. I mean, Hicks might put a wrinkle in that last last out being made by Maven. Need him in the World Series. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Someone I'm tweeted not. at me or DM'd me. I was like, good things happen when Cameron Maven's on the field. So, yeah. gotta keep him on the roster. When will we have roster? Friday. I think so, right? Maybe not. Didn't they not release it until day of? Um, yeah, I think so. What was the old, uh, what, what's the trivia question? Who are the last nine on for the 09 World Series? The last nine for the 09 World Series? Yeah. The one you probably forget is Jerry Harrison Jr. Jerry Harrison, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Jerry Harrison Jr., uh, Melky, Damon. To Swish? No. Tashera, Cano, Jeter, A-Rod, Mariano, Posada. Is it Melky in center or is it Gardner? You sure it wasn't Jeff Nelson over Mariano? Jeff Nelson looks odd. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, we we did it during the season a little bit. I mean, his his bald head can be tough sometimes, and I think it's fair. I I'm like sorry, to imagine yeah. it with a little bit of like Bert and Ernie Bert like hair, just like way up up the top, yeah. just like a, a yarmulke sized toupee on top of Jeb Nelson's head. Next time you're watching the yes pre and post, imagine it. It's funny. Patreon viewers just got a, a beautiful thing from you. Why would I do? Just looked like you're spark <laughs> sprinkling dust on your head for a couple minutes. No, no, I was just putting a little Burton Ernie wig on the Jeff Nelson. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh yeah, the final it was Brett Gardner in center field, not Melky. Melky got hurt. And Swisher in right field. Ha! There you go. You got it. Harrison in left. He's the oddball. Melky got hit by a truck. Name the pitchers in the two thousand nine winning game. Uh, for the Phillies? Yeah. J.J. Uh, pitch for the Phillies. Roy Oswalt. Um, Domingo Herman. Close. Um, uh, Arthur Rhodes. Nailed it. And Ron Guidry. Andy Pettit, Jabba Chamberlain, Domaso Marte, and Mariano Rivera. Love Domaso. I mean, Domaso Marte did like a Hicks, right? Damaso Marte would have been a good burn name. Would have had a lot of fun with that. Name one name one thing you would have done with it. Probably would have done something like <laughs> Damaso, dumb asshole. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. For the hitter. Yikes. He got hurt in April, came back August 21st, was used, was used in all, all of September. And then was like uh, a staple for the World Series team. Domaso Marte kind of pushed Phil Coke to the side, I believe. Tough. Domaso Marte, 2009 playoff stats, Jake. Yeah. And then one episode. Eight games, four yep. innings pitched, zero earned runs. Tough time to be a lefty, man. Yeah. Damn. All right. <laughs> someone in the chat. Little, just, someone in the chat said, Jake the wordsmith, Damaso dumbass. <laughs> Damaso dumbasso. Yeah. Damaso dumbass, yo. You wish. A little housekeeping. We're going to do what? Sharp stats slash hype up episode tomorrow? Something like that? Yeah, sharp stats slash little like emotional preview. So we'll do the first yeah. half with Katie and we'll do some stats and info. And the second half, we will do pure adrenaline and hype. Because, Maybe. you know, like we couldn't really do that today. John Boy and Jake's keys to the series. Oh, boy. Did I do the patrons for this? Um, 
I don't know. I don't think so. Wow. Wow. This episode was sponsored by Anne McNenny. McNenny. Matt Bufano. Matty Buffs. Joe Pinto. Dante Gizzy. The Giz. The Gizzard of Waverly Place. The next name is The Riz. So yeah. those guys got to team up and have a radio show. Gizzy Rizzy and The Gizzy. Riz. Skizzy and The Riz coming to you uh, 107.5. We're going to talk about some Giz, Giz, Giz. Only talks about Giz. The Riz is over there like, talk about me, motherfucker. The producer's like, this is a sports show. Don't just talk about yourselves. All right, that ends the show. Jake, give them your last words. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you later. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>